Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Gus Johnson, Fox, Brad Nessler, CBS, with the calls, respectively. Pretty good stuff. Uh, With the calls from the respective conference championship championship games this past weekend, Alabama taking down Georgia, Michigan shutting out Iowa, even Iowa, 35 quarters, and they might not have scored a point against the Michigan defense, setting up. And I I know our guy, Kanish, a Michigan guy, was really pumped up that Alabama got the fourth spot and not Florida State. Like Kanish will join us in just a second. We'll get his early thoughts on Michigan and Bama, Texas and Washington, any other bowl games, the Lions and the Bears, oh my, coming up on Sunday, and so much more. But 20 minutes from now, Ken and I will get back to award conversation in the National Football League. We'll take that into the Power Hour and also in the Power Hour, all our bets for tonight. Hockey, the NBA, and Steelers and Patriots side total and props. By the way, we're underway out in Las Vegas with the Bucks and the Pacers. Uh, Milwaukee, like an early seven-point lead. Uh, total, the under not looking terrible so far, but kind of feel like we're... <laughs> feel like this one can get this really business, loose at any business second. Business is picking up. It's got up to it a 4 nothing through 4 nothing through two minutes. 1912 through five minutes. So it kind of gives you an yeah, idea not, of what's uh, happening there. Not 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 great, but we'll 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 see what happens. Uh but joining us right now is our good friend, the aforementioned Joey Kanish, Pro Sports Better, does a great job with our friends over at the Hammer at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. And he is on Twitter at Joey Kanish22. My friend, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken. How's it going? Are are you pumped for Bama? Gentlemen, terrific. Football Thursday, and as the great philosopher Richard Flair once said, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And it's Jim Harbaugh coming for Nick Saban to take him off the perch and get that national championship. You bring on all comers, baby. You want the belt, you gotta beat the man with the belt. So bring on Alabama. Uh, we're coming for them, roll blue, baby. So, so seriously, that's that's Michigan fan Joey Kanish, obviously. But I, you might be like me, Kanish. I don't I don't know if you have a lot of Michigan to win the title, or or if you have any, honestly. I mean, I, I'm holding those futures tickets, and they make the announcement, and I I groan like Michigan groan because I wanted Florida State. Because then I get to the final, like no matter what, basically. And now it's coin flip and then kind of another coin flip. They'll probably be favored over either team in the final, but not by a lot. Is this a betting opportunity in this game? I'm sure you've seen it, like a lot of the interest so far in terms of the line movement. Like a lot, basically like all of the discussion is like, oh, Alabama. And it almost feels like Michigan's kind of like a disrespected favorite, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Do you see this game as a betting opportunity in addition to just being a fan? You know, I mean, I will say like, 
it was one of those, as the night went on that Saturday, you could kind of start to see it coming. Um, so when the announcement happened, to be honest with you, I really wasn't that surprised. Between a little bit of the buzz in the morning and how Florida State looked and some of the, you know, the, the chirper, you just kind of figured, like, by the time it was getting announced, uh, Florida State was getting screwed, per se. Um, from a betting standpoint, I know there's been a little bit of Bama steam. Um, I, I would say if you want Michigan, you kind of got to wait. I think you'll see even a little bit of more Bama. I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Bama go off as a small fave in this game. Um, so it's one that probably wait till till the post here and then jumping out to Michigan. But I agree. I, I, I don't know. I'm not as uh, you know loaded to the gills as you on the title, but have a little bit of Michigan to win the title. Obviously, not the matchup you wanted to see, um, and, and a game that I think is is kind of right around you know pickish. Seems like the, it it feels right to me. So uh, just one of those. We got to hope uh, you know we come out on top. Hashtag we. Love it. I'm, I'm definitely betting Michigan in the game, so absolutely can't wait for it. Kanish, that's the Rose Bowl coming up on New Year's Day. The nightcap, the Sugar Bowl, uh, where hopefully we'll find out Michigan's opponent in the national championship game. Texas and Washington. Uh, Texas, the Big 12 champion, a four-point favorite against the Pac-12 champion Washington with Michael Penix and company. 64.5 the total there. Early thoughts on uh, the second of the college football playoff semis. You know, I, I took some Washington four and a half, and I don't think it's one that I would say it's got a ton of, you know, line value or power rating value or any of that. It's just that I, I think that Kalen DeBoer is the best coach in college football right now. And the best in-game coach. It might not be right you know, at Kirby Smart's level in terms of the program and recruiting, but if there's a guy on the sideline that I want on a set or a game day, he's number one right now out of anybody. Uh, I just think in terms of game planning, in terms of game management, there's just nobody better. Uh, and don't get me wrong, Sarkeesian, obviously, you know, he can scheme it up. He's got some time here. But I think you're getting the best coach in college football gear with a month to prep. Uh, and a little bit, you know, Washington went through a year where they had some injuries, especially, you know, wide receiver position, some of their weapons. A month to get healthy here, I think that benefits them. Uh, some of Texas injuries were more out for the season type deal. So, listen, I think Washington's live here. Uh, it's just a game that I wanted the points, so I'll take it. Condition Lockie sharing sharing a brain on Michigan, hopefully winning the title. Sharing a brain on the other semifinal. Love Washington. Think they're going to win. Uh, let's let's kind of expand out here a little bit. Condition. So, so many other bowl games. We've got all the New Year's stuff. Florida State, Georgia, which is kind of a funny game. A ton of transfer portal news, especially Ohio State. I'm sure that warmed your heart to see all that stuff going on. All their players leaving the program. Uh, tell us about a game like any game during bowl season where you think maybe there's an edge now or where there's like a ton of volatility and you're interested in playing it, probably news driven by transfers, like a game right now, any other bowl game bowl season that is interesting to you. You know, you mentioned it, uh, Ohio State, and that's one that, and this isn't even a homer play. The biggest position so far is Missouri. You've seen, you know, about a 10 point move here on the line. The, I think most of the value on the side is gone. I still wouldn't blame people for taking a little bit of Missouri money line. I think you haven't seen, and the line's kind of indicating this now, but it wouldn't surprise me to see 10, 12 Ohio State starters, uh, Harrison, Abuka, guys on the defense opt out of this game. I'm going to play, in terms of now the side has moved a ton, the total, on the other hand, hasn't. Uh, and I think if there's guys for Ohio State that are going to play in this game, it's going to be guys on the defense. 
I think under 49 here is a play. I think you're going to see Ryan Day go into this game and just try and man ball it up. He's not going to have McCord. I don't think he's going to have any of the weapons uh, that that's on this team wide receiver-wise. I think all those guys are going to sit, and he's just going to go straight up, line up, and run the ball because I think that's the only way they can hang in this game. Uh, So under 49 there, uh, and if you haven't bet it yet, a little bit of Missouri money line too. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on the Thursday. Talking college football, we'll get to the NFL with our guest, pro sports better Joey Kanish from The Hammer. He is on Twitter at JoeyKanish22. Kanish, looking um, to like a hypothetical national championship game, assuming your team makes it, Michigan plays for the national title against either opponent, like kind of how do you think it would go? Like what do you think the market would be? What would you be looking to, assuming like, no significant injuries or anything. Things remain static. Michigan against either uh, Washington or Texas in the title game. Just like early, early thoughts on this. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, Texas in terms of matchup, you, I think if you're Michigan, you probably want to see Washington a little bit. I think it's a team you can kind of line up and run the ball on a little more and play that, you know, that ugly, that man, that Big Ten Michigan-style power football. Texas – not so much. They've got two elite defensive tackles. I think they're going to be more, you know, size-wise. The matchup to me, uh, you know, I think favors them a little more against Washington. But it's the same type of, you know, where, I, I mean, either one of these teams, it, it's going to be tough. Uh, I mean, it, when you get to that, I mean, hashtag takes there. Um, but it's a Michigan offense that over the last three weeks, the bottom line is, hasn't been good enough. So if they want to beat Bama and they want to beat either of these two teams, they better find something in terms of the pass pro and that the passing game because the offense we've seen here down the stretch in the Big Ten ain't going to do it against any of these three. Uh, so hopefully they come up with something after a month. But I think they'd marginally rather see Washington, but they're not going to get there if they don't get this passing game right. Kanish, I want to ask you about the Heisman Trophy actually real quick, and I know it probably seems like a dead market to some people. There's a, a term in sports betting and horse racing this gets used some of the time, bridge jump is the the term that gets used. And for people who don't know what that means, I first heard about it in horse racing. Basically, somebody will bet like, you know, $10,000, $100,000 into like the show pool of a horse. So that's to finish just in the top three of a race. If it's like a five horse race and there's a huge favorite, like they'll bridge up basically like, can't be wrong, like too much money at stake to be wrong, but it seems like a sure thing. It seems like something that's done. And I had a conversation with someone very smart today because some markets are open at some places that take a lot of money and you could still bet Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman Trophy at BetMGM. He's about minus 1,400. Now people are like, minus 1,400? The bet pays in 50 hours if he wins. So like, yeah, it's a crazy price to, to lay. Would you advise someone to bridge jump on Jaden Daniels? Like, do you think this is done, done? You know what? I, I no joke. I had someone ask me uh, the same question yesterday uh, in terms of uh, you know, find a kind of a, a rogue mind styles and was asking if I should lay. I just, you know what? I do. I think he's going to win. Yes. Am I running uh, to lay any minus thousand minus fourteen hundred? I don't think so. I don't think this is one I want to, you know, get up on the the ambassador over here and then, you know, uh, you know, head I look over and look over at the sea and you know, it's just. I think you could, in a certain scenario, have a Michael Penix undefeated season. He beats Bo Nix. He takes all the Knicks win share. Do I think that's going to happen? No, but it's just enough of a possibility uh, that I don't think laying the minus 1,000, minus 1,400 is for me out there. I haven't done it personally. 
I told them I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's just one of those that I think with the the drastic change, if Bo Nix, you know, would have win, then you, then I think you've got more of a agenda there. With Penix coming from a back behind, do I, I think there's a slight possibility, uh, which is, I think, why you see the market still up. So, for me, it's just a pass. It's too big of a number for me to want to go and say I think it's a lot, you know, a lock, lock, lock out there. Um, just one that I think is is a smart one. They're just better bets to make. Um not one I wanted to lay the big numbers on. Is one of those better bets your Lions on the road in Chicago this weekend? Oh, baby. Snow, wind, rain. That's Lions football, baby. Now, the injury report's looking a little... They play in a dome. Looking a little ugly. <laughs> the, 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 de- the defense... Um, there's some questions. There's some question marks. So, uh, you know, l- l- last few weeks, uh, Aaron Glenn, I'm not, uh, you know, some jokes in the group chat going around. He's going to be the first D.C. to get fired when, when the team's 10-3. They need a performance here. Chicago obviously trending up a little bit. Absolutely choked the game uh, against Detroit last. I got to tell you, this is one I just, uh, I, I, I played it like the Heisman. I think I'll just I think I'll just sit and watch if you know what I'm saying here. Uh, I need to see a rebound from this Lions defense here because uh, they have been trending in the wrong direction for a while. They've got some injuries on the O line. Just need to see a pulse here from the defense uh, to get this team over the top. Kanish, we only have a couple minutes left to close. This could be another NFL, but like if you have something you really like for this weekend, if you don't. Do you have any thoughts on most valuable player? Like you talk to a lot of people that I talk to and we talk about awards all the time. Any other bet for Sunday? Or if it's kind of like, eh, I don't really like anything. You got you got anything on MVP? A lot of people talking up Brock Purdy. A lot of people talking up Dak. What do you think here in about 90 seconds? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know we've got to you. I know Purdy's been a thing on there. Um, do, yeah, I just think the price is gone now. Uh, if it's one of the things. One that we've talked about. That I don't know if you've done the, done it on the show yet, but I will say I, I agreed with you. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, I, I dabbled in a little bit of Bills Bills action here, uh, future wise, oh. um, and I, I know going into it where listen, I, I thought you you had mentioned it where you know it was the time to to buy all the advanced. You know, the analytics guys love them, and I think if they're you know. This is one that I think they got to have in KC. You've seen a little bit of dip in form in Kansas City. The, the McDermott, yeah, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where that speech came from today. But oh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, they they can uh, you know ignore that and go play a game. So bought a little bit of you know Bills price this year. Um, MVP wise, again, I, yeah, Purdy, Dak, you know Lamar, all three obviously in the mix. I just won't think it's one of those where there's no price that's jumping to want me to get in. Did sprinkle a little bills with you uh, in terms of bills futures this week, though. And very quickly, for people that don't know, uh, Kanish is referencing a Ty Dunn piece that came out today that had, like, Bill sources saying that Sean McDermott basically admitted to it at a press conference and apologized, invoking, like, 9-11, like the hijackers on 9-11 working as a team at, like, a training camp a couple of years ago. Insane, ob- obviously insane. Kanish, we got 10 seconds to go here. Any random bets for tonight? The Coyotes are, play- are hosting our Flyers at home. 
you know, ching, ching, Joey Blades, baby, coming with the blades of steel. Laid it with the Preds in Nashville tonight. Music City. We've, we've been fading Tampa a lot, and it's been catching. Give me some country music, a little two-step on the ice tonight. Nashville Preds money line. Oh, going up against Well, Tampa won the other night, I know, because I bet them. But anyway, uh, Kanish, great job. At Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter. Uh, follow the Hammer HQ, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, all right, we don't have time to say bye. Bye, Kanish. Bye, uh, bye. Coming up next, more NFL award thoughts to wrap up hour number three.